Welcome to Rip Off the Band-Aid. We're discussing controversial Disney topics through interviews and personal experiences. Let's dive into the magic. Shout out Mike Spry. Um, he, uh, he's really pushing us out of our comfort zone, trying to make a podcast in general, and then like doing it with the whole COVID-19 things really uh, a time. Challenging. So, yeah, we're doing <laughs> a this struggle. for school. What? A struggle. <laughs> yeah, true. A huge struggle. We're actually recording this through FaceTime, so if it sounds weird, that's why. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... We are two out of a group of five, so our other people are Terrell Jacob Babson, Human Guy, and Lauren Benarzik. They have helped with, so Terrell is an audio, the audio engineer. Huma's done a lot of research, put himself out there, like trying, like emailing a bunch of professors for stuff. Lauren's a community manager, so go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I think we're like rip off the band on Instagram and rip off the band one on Twitter. I don't know how those happen, but go follow us. Lauren puts on some cool stuff, I think. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. It's our little um, ragtag group we got going on. Oh yeah. It's ragtag is an understatement. So, um, I'm Krista Carr. I'm from Pittsfield, Maine. I'm in the athletic training major here at Springfield, and um, yeah, I've been I've lived in Maine my whole life, so yeah. Um, so I'm Paige Butler. Um, I live in Windham, New Hampshire, um, and yes, I'm a freshman now, Springfield College in the athletic training major. Um, grew up in Windham with my two older brothers, and yeah. So we came up with rip off the bandit you guys are probably like what the heck like isn't this about disney how did rip off the bandit come um we were sitting in class one day and they're like you gotta come up with a name and so we kind of we're throwing some, some stuff around and we decided rip off the bandit because ripping off the bandit really sucks and it has to be done quick and like quick and go for it and kind of hearing that some of your favorite Disney movies aren't as great as they may seem or having these like ideas thrown out there that kind of hurts and happens quick. So we kind of related it to that. Um, I feel like also just the, the bandaid is just, it's a shelter. You have your little shelter of your childhood, but now it's time to rip it off and really understand that there are some bad parts and some things you might not want to see, but so true. true. Yeah, so basically what we're doing, um, we have three, we have a few Disney movies that we're going to talk about, but three, like, big ideas, um, and so it's basically three episodes, maybe we'll do more, 
honestly probably not this has been a lot more work shout out to you people who put constant podcasts out there go you um so we interviewed some students we have um an expert that we interviewed they'll kind of come up as we go through this um and so basically our first one episode one um we're gonna talk about tiana and so each one you could be like this is a stretch relating this movie to the topic you're talking about and you're right i did do that sometimes um so tiana we're gonna kind of talk about hard work um that's a huge theme in the movie and so we really want to talk about hard work especially like coming to college and the expense of college and the expense of everything else going on and just being like 18 years old and being thrown here and so kind of like hard work and yeah and the idea of just struggling with money like there's a difference um economically with each person and how that affects them especially with college and the great expense that it is yeah, and um, we thought Tiana was a really good one because we have Tiana who's, like, hardworking and kind of, like, building herself up. And then um, the prince, well, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Oh, my gosh. Naveen. Naveen, that's what it is. <laughs> I, I told myself I'd watch these movies and I've been busy. Um, but so Prince Naveen kind of coming from money and then, like, being brought down, the two of them, like, working together. And also just, like, dreams. Like, you go to college oftentimes to follow your dreams and so that's what we kind of kind of want to talk about. So yeah. You listen to your mama now. Don't matter what you look like. Don't matter what you wear. How many rings you got on your finger? We don't care. No, we, we don't, don't care. care. so we're gonna do a little blast from the past here and we're gonna do a little overview of the story princess and the frog just you guys can get an idea um you probably know it but we're just going to do a quick overview so it starts off with tiana as a young girl and she's best friends with someone who's extremely rich and frankly annoying and (laughs) also kind of the best though like let's not lie she ends up being cool yeah she does (laughs) um so she grows up it shows like how she grows up with her two parents in a very a very poor economically yeah struggling area um and she has this sort of uh she has, like, a dream to open her own business, right? Yeah, well, she has a she has a passion for um, for cooking. It's something she always did with her dad. So her and her dad always dreamed of opening a restaurant, Tiana's Place. Um, it would be a very high-class restaurant, chandeliers and everything. Um, and then it flashes forward to her as, like, a teenage girl, I would say, um, 20s. And her dad is no longer here, um, but she's working as a waitress, working really hard, saving up as much money as she can 
because she still has that dream of having a restaurant, something that her and her dad always shared, kind of want to do it for him. Yeah, I think she kind of, like, reflects um, her dad's work ethic, too. I think at the beginning it kind of shows that, like, her dad's work ethic um, kind of drives her with that dream, too. Yeah, she's always being told, like, she's not going to get enough money for a down payment or she's never going to have enough money to do it, all this stuff, but she still keeps pushing um, because of her dream for her dad and also what Krista said, reflecting her dad's work ethic. And then she now goes to a ball with her best friend. Um, so she, yes, so she's all dressed up, looking like a princess, the classic blue dress and the the crown. And the prince, Prince Naveen, is supposed to be coming to marry her best friend because he is seen as this wealthy prince, but in reality he is does not have as much money because his father disowned him. He broke. Yeah. He ain't got no money. So he's trying to marry trying money. To <laughs> yeah, he's trying to marry money. <laughs> so um but then he falls in the path with the shadow the Shadow Man. We don't know how to pronounce The Shadow Man. Dr. Vasilyar. Vasilyar. I wasn't going to try. Um, but yeah, he falls in the path of like the voodoo doctor guy is mm-hmm. how I always pronounced, like, thought of him. And kind of gets a curse put on him because, you know, Disney likes to play like that. Yeah, there's always going to be a bad guy. <laughs> so, so now he's a frog. He's a frog, he's, no money. No reason why, he's just he's just a frog now. Because the doctor wanted him to be, I guess. Or the voodoo man. So now he's a frog, and the only way he cannot become a frog anymore is to kiss a princess. Obviously. So, Tying back the good old fairy tales. Yep. So he finds Tiana in this beautiful gown, a crown, everything, thinking that she's a prince. And he is kind of convincing her, like, if you kiss me, I'll give you your restaurant. I have so much money, I can pay for it. A liar. Yes, liar. So they and she ends up kissing the frog, but since she's not a princess, she ends up turning into a frog herself. And then it goes all the heck. <laughs> and they work, they're told, like, if they go see this lady... She can turn them, tell them what they need to do to turn back into humans. And so they go on this whole big journey to do that and find some friends along the way and make some memories. And basically, long story short, they find out, like, the only way to do that is to dig deeper. Yes, I am quoting the song. And um, eventually they just, like, come to the idea, like, it's not going to happen. And at the last, the last scene... They come back as humans because they fall in love and get married. And, yeah, so they each kind of, like, learn something. So we're kind of going more off of Princeton Beans learning of, like, working hard and hard work pays off um, is kind of what we want to talk more about. But that's the idea. So when we're, like, flashing back to talking about stuff, that's kind of 
Yeah, I thought the movie was really cute. How they meet the friends and they go on the journey. And how he, they end up falling in love. And they don't care if they're going to be humans anymore. Or if he's not going to marry money. I thought it was very yeah. cute. But The crazy thing too is this movie came out in 2009. Um, which is 11 years now. It feels like just the other day. I remember watching it. Um, but I think there's a lot of different aspects to older fairy tales that are put into here so yeah there's a lot of um just today's issues in this movie as well Mm -hmm. with like economics and money and marriage and so there's a lot of topics in here that can be related not to a child I feel like but to the world today I guess I think a lot of like Disney movies especially are like as a child, you don't even think about it. Like, you don't even consider there being other things. And then you grow up and you go back and watch it later. And you're like, wow, this actually, in a weird way, kind of pertains to me now. And actually has some messages that I either should hear or shouldn't hear, maybe. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. now we're going to dig a little bit more into the movie and the aspects that you might not want to here might not want to might not know about but yeah we're gonna explore that a little bit all right let's go i don't have time for dancing that's just gonna have to wait a while ain't got time for messing around and it's not my style so we are both uh first year college students we really only had a semester and a half but that's still enough to know like how much college costs and like what it took to really get the grades that we did um so paying for college we obviously Springfield College is a private college so it was a little bit more on the expensive side um I luckily personally had like some help from some people I got a lot of scholarships And so that was really helped me kind of be able to be at this college. Um, I'm from central Maine. So a lot of kids that I know just don't have the money to go to college actually through the like COVID thing. I found that like some people in my area don't even have plumbing and electricity. And so to think about that, like that's crazy, really like working hard and like, doing what you can is crazy. So I have a lot of scholarships. Um, I've had to work really hard for it. Um, I have like the school's academic scholarships. I have the highest one. And if I don't keep my grades up, like it's the end for me. And I'm also a student athlete. So if I don't, um, keep up with doing well in, um, track, then a lot of the times, like, I don't think necessarily money has anything to do with it, but like they kind of, through the grapevine were able to get me a little bit more money for doing that. So a lot of like time management for me personally has been, um, a big thing. And so, yeah, it's, you got to work hard. Um, and kind of tying into Tiana, like I think seeing as like a child for myself, seeing her work so hard, uh, I don't know if like directly at that moment as a little, eight-year-old I was like I'm gonna work hard too that's exactly what I want to do but like kind of that idea of working hard kind of kept 
coming up in life and pushing me, so. Yeah, I'm sort of in the same boat regarding that I do need to keep up my grades and everything to keep the scholarships I have as well. I luckily got granted a lot of scholarships, but now we just need to keep up with them. Um, so for me, I know there's a lot of people whose parents can pay for their colleges in, in, a, in a small town in New Hampshire that I live in. It is extremely, extremely wealthy town. So everybody has their colleges paid for. They all have cars. So that's not something I have. So um, both my brothers went to college. They've had to pay for it themselves. That's sort of the track I'm going to be on. Um, I mean, when I was watching Princess and the Frog when I was younger, this definitely did not register in my brain at all. But sort of watching it now in college, it's sort of going to be what I'm going to be experiencing after college when I have to pay for student loans. Because a lot of it's going to be going to student loans that I'm not going to have much for myself. So it's definitely just going to be working hard and saving and building up money to hopefully have the life that I want later. Yeah, I never really thought about, like, in where I'm from, I I would say I'm uh, wealthier. I'm not, like, I'm, my family is very middle class, but in the area I'm from, I would say I'm very fortunate for everything that I have, and I, like, I know that. And so um, going to college, this story actually just recently happened. I... We're sitting at the table at lunch. It's a bunch of track kids, and we're talking about, like, um, school closure because of COVID-19. And a girl goes, well, I don't understand why we could just go to online learning. Like, what's the problem? How do people not have the internet to do that? And I spoke up, and I was like, I know a lot of people who don't have the money to do that or the means to be able to do online school because they just don't have the money for that. Like, I personally do. But I live in the sticks. I live in the middle of the woods, and my power goes out all the time. And actually, like, literally the other day, I was in the middle of class, and my power just went out. And I was like, well, oh, well, guess I'm not learning today. Um, but paying for that. And then they were she said something about, like, well, if you can afford to go to school here, you can afford to have the electronics do that and, the, like, the internet to do that. And I was like, no, that's not true. Like... I, the only reason I'm at this school is because of the scholarships that I have. And if I didn't have as much financial aid that I have, I would not be at this school. I'd be going probably either to a community college or to a state college. And she was baffled by that. Like, baffled by the idea, the idea that I couldn't just, like, hand out money and pay for college and do stuff. And um, it was kind of eye-opening that I, I guess I'm in the middle, but there I was kind of, like, a lower class even which is weird to me and um maybe really think like that's so weird like maybe she doesn't even have a summer job and she doesn't even have to like really work to pay for college whereas I have to like work during college and I like I'm lifeguarding at the school and I'm keeping my grades up and I'm doing all this stuff and then in the summer I have to work and do all this stuff too and I am very fortunate to have the money that I have, too. I can't imagine people who have no support from their family and, like, didn't really get as many scholarships because maybe during high school they were working. So it's really eye-opening to see that and to see people work as much as they do. Yeah, I kind of, definitely in the town that I live in, movies like this 
are good to see because I want people like the people in my town who are extremely rich and have everything to see that there are people out there who actually have to work so hard just to even get a little bit of money which is yeah kind of probably where I'm headed (laughs) (laughs) and there's a lot of other expenses that people don't necessarily think of and like even just from when my parents were in college now like the expense has gone up a lot for us but like the expenses of books you have to go get a computer um like you can't just show up to school with a notebook and a pencil and go for it you have to buy like a lot of my classes for participation you have to pay an extra fee just for to be able to be like yeah I'm in class and I can show you that I'm in class and it's kind of crazy all the little expenses that you don't think about and at Springfield at least like you have to live on campus which is so expensive and um my roommate actually was um she lives close to Springfield and she had to be an R- RA in order to be able to live on campus or she's gonna have to live at home again and she was like I don't really want to live at home but those are my only options whereas like other people other friends of mine were splurging to get the like single room they were like yeah we have our room to ourselves like I have a room to myself and I was like how do you afford that like I I wish yeah okay so those those points or no that's not what I want to say we're starting over so that idea of um hard work um really working hard for what you want for your dreams is Um, An idea that we see now as college students looking back at the Disney movie, seeing how that is an important message that we feel like people um, should see and it's good for people to be exposed to. However, also looking back at it now as a college student, there are aspects of the movie that we feel are not good messages and maybe kids... the greatest, but I think the thing when we're talking about like things that aren't the greatest you also need to realize like sometimes they're necessary for the storyline and um we're not saying like don't show these to your kids but these are some ideas that we think aren't always the greatest and maybe aren't really looking for the best interest of younger viewers watching this yes also kind of red flags like like is that the best choice of the story to go along with and it's just sort of us diving more deeply into the movie so overall i feel like the idea of tiana and prince naveen's relationship is where kind of the controversy for us comes in and we did for tiana also like kind of have a hard time coming up with this we were like okay so what's the controversy like what are we And because the storyline is so hard work and, like, friendship, it those are good things. But we think the selfishness and the lies that um, Prince Naveen shows and having a relationship just based off of those, like, coming in and saying he can pay for her restaurant and saying, like, oh, if you kiss me, everything's going to be all right. Like, not always the greatest. Yeah, like, how they first met was him saying, it was him just lying to her, saying, I have all this money, I can pay for your restaurant, I can make all your dreams come true, when in reality, he doesn't have money, cannot make her dreams come true, and is just lying to her so that he can get what he wants. 
Yeah. And, like, kids seeing this, the reason it's not the greatest is it's showing, like, manipulating people. Like, he manipulates a lot of people throughout the entire movie over and over again. It kind of shows them, like, in the end, it's okay to do that because he got what he wanted. He, yeah, he changed a little bit and whatever, but he still got all of his money back and now he's happy and whatever. And so seeing that manipulating people is okay is kind of another red flag just in itself away from their relationship exactly and now they're gonna go on this journey together and she doesn't even know him and her first encounter with him was a lie and i i just this seems a little off to me (laughs) yeah another one is just like trusting people you've never met like yeah Prince of me just trusting the doctor and being like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, especially someone so, like, famous and having all this money, like, just trusting people. And then also, like, Tiana just trusting him that, like, okay, first of all, it's a frog that talks, which obviously this is a fairy tale, so we can't get into the, <laughs> the aspects of, like, talking animals, but, like, a little frog's convincing you to kiss him and he'll give you a bunch of money. Like, Maybe trusting people isn't your best aspect. Maybe maybe your judge of character isn't great. <laughs> exactly. And now they go on their journey and they fall in love and they want to be together. But she's kind of just forgetting how he lied to her and also how he was originally going to marry her best friend just for the aspect of her having money. Yeah, just, again, manipulating people. Like, he tells people, yep, I still have money, I'm still doing great, but his dad disowned him, and he's not telling people, and he's still, like, manipulating them to get what he wants. Yeah, and she should be concerned, like, maybe he's gonna lie to me again in the future. Or maybe he's gonna, I don't know, leave leave her to find money. Like, because his character is kind of questionable at this point. Yeah, I feel like when he comes in and he is continually doing stuff like that, it kind of shows a red flag. But also, like, for kids to see this, to be like, oh, yeah, that's fine to do that. And it's fine to just trust people and whatever. It kind of brings up brings up some issues, I guess. Yeah, and it's also showing them it's fine to, like, say a little white lie here and there, like, um, it'll still be okay in the end, and you'll still get what you want in the end. Like, you, you should, it's always, like, that saying, where it's, like, the journey, what is that, what's that saying? The journey is more important than the destination. Than, than the, de- the like yeah, the journey is more important than the destination. So, yeah, you got what you wanted, but how did you get there? You yeah, lied. Yeah, like, seeing, seeing Naveen have, like, he did make a character change, and I think that's really important, but he still got exactly what he wanted out of that through manipulation and lies. Yes. Exactly. Now that we talked about our situation with money and sort of our perspective on the idea and our interaction with hard work, we wanted to go out um and talk to other people here at Springfield about their situation and how they're dealing with their situation. So we talked to a 
freshman here at Springfield. Her name is Natalie Dillon. Well, Miss Tiana, rough night for tips, but every little penny counts. Don't you worry, Daddy. We'll be there soon. asking about like your financial situation okay. with, like college if you don't feel comfortable like no you know. it's okay um so coming to college at any point like growing up or in high school did you ever worry about having to pay for college like and all the things that come with it like um so for me I'm the oldest of four so it wasn't necessarily the fact that I would they'd have difficulty paying for me to go to college it was more of do I want to go to a bigger or a more expensive school and then kind of set my siblings up for failure, I guess, because they don't, like, they got to put three other kids mm -hmm. through college. It's going to be a lot. So that was definitely a factor in my mind. But that wasn't, uh, I kind of knew that if I worked hard and was going, if I really wanted to be somewhere for a good reason mm -hmm. then my parents were going to do whatever they could to make sure I go there but that definitely wasn't going to be easy there were some schools that I looked at that I had to say no like I just mm -hmm. can't yeah. I can't go here and um so are you are you solely paying for college on your own or do you have help from like outside sources like um, parents I guess well I mean scholarships and everything yeah. and merit money like that but my parents sat down with all of us, so like my nine-year-old sister at the time, and said that they could afford to give each of us the same amount of money. Mm -hmm. So I think, oh God, I don't remember what it is. It's very, it's helpful because I don't have to pay for it. So in the long run, it's going to add up to be nice, but it's, it's a much smaller amount than what I'm going to have to do. So after talking to Natalie Dillon, we wanted to get a male's perspective so now we're going to talk to a, another freshman at Springfield College, Patrick Hall. Can slow you down. People taking the easy way. But I know exactly where I'm going. Getting closer and closer every day. And I'm almost there. I'm almost there. People down here think I'm crazy. But I don't care. Like you weren't going to be able to pay for your books or pay for like actual college itself or anything like that yes but yeah yeah did you have like a full-time job growing up and have to like mm -hmm. i worked at the movie theater cinema oh, cool. cinema connecticut post mall <laughs> <laughs> did um so what for working was that because like for saving up for college or was that for something else uh, i was just kind of bored <laughs> like money was nice so yeah. Okay. Something to do. Do you think you're Did, able to pick oh, up like lessons from that job? Oh, definitely. In terms of dealing with people. Yeah. Do you um are your parents helping you pay for college at all? Uh no, I earned I haven't paid for college yet. Yeah, but like are your parents giving you any financial help whatsoever when paying? No, I earned enough financial aid cool, cool, cool. so that we haven't had to mm -hmm. pay for anything. And then um do you, like, know people who are just, like, handed stuff? Like, kids that didn't necessarily have to work as hard for Definitely. what they have? Like, do you think only that, child. 
Yeah. Do you think that your experiences, um, like, made you guys different? Like, um, do you think having to work, like, changed your work ethic compared to them? Uh, I still have a pretty poor work ethic, I'd say. <laughs> but just be honest about it. Yeah. I don't. I'm different from other people, I think, I guess. Mm-hmm. But not too much. Like, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that it did change my work. I changed, made me a different person than, like, mm-hmm. someone who doesn't have to work. Yeah. Princess and the Frog, do you think you relate more with Tiana and having to work hard for what you get, or Naveen, and you're just, like, straight chilling? <laughs> Probably Tiana. Tiana. Cool. Do you uh, really vibe with the song? Dig a little deeper. <laughs> Wouldn't say <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm not sure about the question. It's a Disney song, but. <laughs> you don't. What? Well, then why are we interviewing you? All right. So that was sort of our perspective on the story of Princess and the Frog. Um, sort of me and Krista's ideas of hard work in the aspects of the movie that we feel are should have maybe been done a little bit differently um so we want to (laughs) hear so (laughs) so we want to hear from you guys sort of your your perspective on the topics that we talked about so you can find us on instagram and twitter our instagram is rip off the band and our twitter is rip off the band a1 um, give us a follow, send us what you think, um, let us know, do you agree with these things, do you not, do you think that the movies are done perfectly? Yeah, so thanks for listening, next episode we will be talking about, um, kind of both Mulan and Jasmine, they kind of go hand in hand with sexism and those ideas, and then also, they both recently have been redone. And so we want to kind of talk about how Disney kind of changed the original from the remake and the different things there. Thanks for tuning in. Catch us next episode to listen to another fairy tale that's not what it seems. Production manager and co-host Paige Butler. Writer, co-host Krista Carr. Audio engineer, Terrell Jacobs-Babson. Researcher, Huma Nagai. Community manager, Lauren Benarzik.